all I really want to do is have real, deep, and meaningful conversations with people. Conversations about life, about education, about politics, about you name it. We have it. This is Callahan's Corner. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Callahan's Corner, Volume 2, Chapter 26. Once again, virtually, we're on Zoom, you know, Zoom podcast. I was supposed to be my guest today at a park, but if you live in Columbus, you know that it's raining. So, you know, can't really meet when it's, you know, raining outside. Uh, I was like, oh, we should do it in a car, but he was coming from a far away. So he has to look at me through this blurry uh, camera lens, which is my computer on Zoom. He is not here yet, which is why I'm starting it off. I'm not even going to tell him we're recording. I'll just see how long it takes until he says, hey, are we recording? You know, <laughs> so I want to see. But I'm excited. This guest was uh, requested via the Instagram poll. Thank you, all those people who participated in the Instagram. I actually took it seriously. Um, I guess we can talk about that a little bit, the Instagram poll there. And uh, just also people who participate with the uh, social on Instagram. Uh, so I'm going to pause it real quick until he gets here. So, all right. It looks like Timmy is here. I'm letting him in. I'm excited for this. Are you there? Hello? Hello? Hey, there he is. What's going on? Hey, Danny, what's up? Hey, not much, Not man. much. Sorry to keep you No, no, you're good. You're good. Welcome welcome to the uh, podcast. So uh, yeah. you, you want to introduce yourself real quick? Just... Uh, sure. Uh, I'm <laughs> Timmy O'Brien. I still go by Timmy, uh, despite the fact that I'm almost 21, but that's just <laughs> my name. Um, I went to high school with Danny. Um, so we were in the same graduating class. Uh, I'm currently... Uh, studying psychology at OSU and uh, that's about it <laughs> good stuff good stuff so uh, you're you OSU student we've had a couple OSU students on my show so are you, you're a big OSU guy then or just like uh, I mean <laughs> not really no. <laughs> no okay really why is that just uh, I mean I I feel like when it comes to being an OSU like person it's about like the sports and stuff like that yeah and uh, i like never yeah you've never been into the sports right no i've never really cared about sports so yeah so like what made you choose psychology let's go let's go from there uh so originally i um was studying uh criminal justice and criminology actually um, okay okay but uh, as time went on i kind of re- like i probably like halfway through my sophomore year of college uh i realized like <laughs> first off it's pretty funny i am like so my end goal, because in high school, I always thought about being being a, a, a detective. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I've realized in recent years that I am like the least observant person in the world. Uh, <laughs> like I am not aware of my surroundings at all. And uh, it's something that everyone around me jokes about. And like, um, I'm really bad with directions and stuff like that. And uh, also like, you know, you got to be a cop before being a de- detective. And okay. uh, Again, I'm the last person I'd want protecting me in a high pressure situation because I'm just so high strung all the time. So, I see. I see. Yeah. You're, so you're pretty nervous. You get pretty nervous. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. Okay. Uh, okay. Trying to work on it, but still, you know, um, so, uh, 
I decided like, you know, I still, I wanted to change majors. Um, I wasn't entirely sure what I wanted to do, but you know, uh, I do like, I do really like to get to know people and like, I like to observe people and stuff like that. So I'm good. I'm pretty like aware of how people are and like their mannerisms and stuff like that. Um, and you know, I do want to have a career like where at least in some fashion I'm helping people. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I think like, you know, the human brain is just, you know, the human mind and just how people work is so interesting and yeah uh, so you're really into the social science aspect of it like the theories yeah yeah like just like the like just how people work and like our our interactions and stuff like that 100 percent. okay cool like what's one of your favorite like theories you want to share with us real quick Uh, i mean if if you can remember or just uh let's see i think one that's pretty relevant that i learned about recently that's like you know kind of relevant throughout history but especially now is like the like fundamental fundamental uh attribution error uh, you ever heard yeah, of that? I have heard of that, but can you refresh yeah. me on what it is again? Just... Yeah, so it's like I could I just this is going off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, it's like when people attribute they falsely attribute like people's like uh, behavior to like their dispositions and not um, like their environment or the situation itself because you know we all act differently based on the situation we're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're in like I was talking about being like high pressure high pressure situations, you know you make a mistake or you do something wrong it's probably not because like you wanted to do that or something it's because like you're in a an anxiety inducing situation you know and like you know some people are they're brought up in like i don't know not the best environment and you know they might be not taught the best morals all the time or anything like that you know and you know it's not because they want to be like bad people or anything it's just like that's you know what they know you know right so you're saying the situation contributes more to like them making yeah, a mistake it's, I mean, it depends. you know it's everything is so complicated in life you know like yeah you, you, you know there are of course there always is like some degree of like your inner self coming out and stuff um but you know it's like your environment plays a huge role in who you are and like you know how you react like how you you're always putting on like a a front to a degree too you know like yeah for sure you know what i'm saying so it's like it's all it's so complicated you know Just, <laughs> yeah that's well, why i like that's why i like about songs like psychology is i like to look at things from the more like complicated viewpoint you know so. yeah well i'm kind of like that too my major is communication studies so nice. also social science so yeah it's all about like adapting and like like nonverbal communication yeah communication. It's, it's so it's so important dude yeah because that's what we're doing right now we're communicating so exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah. so communication yeah. is a very important thing and i think uh you know everyone should be try to like you know develop those skills you know yeah well by the way it's good to see you i haven't seen you in yeah a while. good to see you man yeah so. I, don't, I don't think i've seen you since graduation yeah, no, I look very different. I've got yeah, a very we both got the beard. facial hair. Yeah, you got some facial hair too. So yeah, it looks um, good, man. Yeah, so but yeah, so you uh, you said if you could expand though, you were saying like you don't want to be a detective. <laughs> you you wanted to be a detective initially, right? Right, and then you said you got out of it because you realized you weren't very observant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, why? So you went to psychology because you were more interested in just how people were thinking like did it start with like maybe the criminal aspect yeah yeah so um like psychology of of criminals possibly or just yeah you know it's all the reasons why you do any like why you choose to do anything is so like complicated in the first place i kind of like psychology like initially again you know i always was it did kind of i did kind of gravitate toward it but it was kind of like a okay i'll just change my major to this and see where it goes um but i've really liked it since i've done it um Right. And, you know, it's, it's uh, I think it's just super important to uh, just understand uh, 
you know, why people are the way they are, you know? And okay. I know that's kind of like cliche and like broad, but <laughs> um, it's just, it's essential to, I think, to just understand where people, you know, how they become uh, who they are over their lives, you know, because everyone, no matter who you are, you have your own history and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I don't think anyone is like inherently bad or good or anything like that. It's just, uh, you know, we have uh, our history in our lives that, you know, kind of shapes us, you know, and like, that's a huge part of psychology, obviously. And, you know, so. Yeah. So are there any specific things that you learned through psychology about your own history that like helped you, that you applied to your own life and then like, have those things helped improve your life or? Um, not, uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, no, not really. I mean, <laughs> okay. I've had like, I've had a pretty like simple life, you know? Uh, so I've had, a, I've had things pretty easy. I've just dealt with like a lot of, most of my troubles in life just kind of come from like a lot of internal anxiety. Um, okay. But I'm improving. I'm like, I'm working on that too and stuff like that. So um, I guess something that was helpful to learn about, like in my cognitive neuroscience class is just like, you know, you're, you have like your psychological aspect to yourself, but you also have like your physical aspect and like the brain, you know, it's like, it is your mind, but it's also a physical thing. And you can, you know, you can actually like, you can change the physicality of how things work in your brain with like, med like anything like therapy or anything. And uh, that does like help, like, if you, if you have like internal struggles in life, you know, that can like, you can like apply that, if that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, and you're, you're saying anyone can apply these kinds of things. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Okay, because yeah. there's like the whole theory that some people are just smooth-brained, right? I mean, like, have you ever heard that? I mean, like, people insulting people, like, oh, they're a smooth brain, like they're pretty basic. Like, yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, there are people. Mo I mean, I'm talking about. I don't know, dude. I, again, I'm not. I'm still not an expert on any of this stuff. I'm just. Oh, yeah, a, I'm still a student. Um, of right. course, there are people who have, you know, they have disabilities and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I wasn't talking. No, about, I wasn't saying you were no. saying that. I'm just, no, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah. yeah I'm just speaking general, general here. Um, right. Right. The, the, I think the brain is like, especially as you're growing up, like your brain is so like, uh, malleable. Is that the word? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's the right word. Yeah. So, you know, you can only, yeah, there's so much you can do to like, uh, you know, change it and stuff like that. So, right. It's like working out, you know, like you can work out your brain too. Yeah. Do you think that they should teach more social sciences like to kids who are like younger, like versus like you have to make the decision when you're in college to like major in that field? Because like, don't you think that social sciences are pretty like crucial and important or? Yeah, definitely. Because um, like, don't you think yeah, people could argue like, oh, well, the theories are constantly changing. So like. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, I don't know. It's I don't know how I feel entirely about just like the education system in general. You know, I, cause you know, I, I'll be honest, like growing up, I just, I did not like school. I didn't like being in school. You know, I love, I love my friends and stuff like that, but I just hated being in class and it's like the, you know, the whole eight periods a day thing. <laughs> uh, I'm not ripping on Watterson or anything. Like it's just school in general. Oh, yeah, just, I just didn't like it. Um, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. It's, it's cause you know, I did learn a lot. You know, I learned a lot, I learned a lot about, like, I'm thankful I learned a lot about um, like writing essays and stuff like that. Cause I've, mm -hmm. I, I've gotten much better at that over the years and like, that's definitely helped in college. Mm -hmm. um, but, you yeah. know, like, I don't know. It's it's so complicated. Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, as of right now, I don't have the answer for that. You know, like what kids should and shouldn't learn, you know? Yeah. So, well, I, like, but I, I think it's, I think it's important. You're asking about like social sciences. I think it's important to, for people to like develop like empathy in high school. Um, okay. And like, under, you know, it's kind of like what I was saying, like 
it's important to understand that you know people have their histories and stuff like that and like people are complicated i know i keep on using that word complicated but you know that's what life is you know yeah you're right i agree with that i think people are 100 percent very complicated individuals um but the thing about empathy is like it's interesting that you say like we should teach more empathy because i feel like empathy is kind of difficult though to teach because it's don't you feel like you kind of have to like experience it oh yeah totally sense yeah it's very much a thing it's a skill i'd say it's like you know for some people it comes easier and some people it doesn't um and you know depending on your how your day is going it can be hard too you know like sometimes it's really hard for me to be empathetic but sometimes uh you know, you got to take a step back and try to be empathetic because I think there is like a misconception people have about empathy because um, mm-hmm. it gets confused with sympathy a lot because there is a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that mean? Difference to remind us again. <laughs> so uh, if I'm wrong, hopefully I get corrected, but um, I did like some projects on it and stuff like sympathy. Sympathy is more so when you share the same feelings as someone about something. Okay. Uh, and empathy is when you can understand where they're coming from but not necessarily have to agree with them, if that makes sense. Yeah, so you're like, empathy is like you're looking through their like perspective on a specific issue. But exactly. Like sympathy you is don't like have to agree with them or anything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I, I think a good example would be like, uh, this is a random example, but like if a dude robbed a bank, uh, you and I probably, I would assume, don't sympathize with robbing a bank, right? <laughs> yeah. But, no. But, you know, if we, I mean, again, I don't know statistics about who robs banks and stuff like that, but I assume that dude probably uh, wasn't raised in the greatest situation. Um, if he has to resort to robbing a bank, if he feels he has to do that, then he probably maybe grew up poor or is in a really shitty situation, you know? Um, and, you know, that's still, you don't justify the action of robbing a bank, but you can understand how he got to that point, you know? Yeah, and I feel like we could also help the individual who robbed the bank. Exactly, that's, that's the reason why you should be empathetic because you can help and you can help prevent that kind of thing in the future too if you understand how they get to that point, you know? Right, right. Yeah, so I feel like empathy is pretty important to talk about. There, there are important. things that happen in life that I feel like you can't teach. Like grief, for instance. Like we have all those like grief. Like grief? Oh, grief, grief. Yeah, like they have like all the grief books. Like, you know, like yeah. how, how is like, how is reading a book supposed to help somebody grieve? Like, yeah. And, you know, it's different for everyone too when you have to grieve, you know, people, yeah. people react differently to stuff, you know? Yeah. Do you, can you think of some different examples possibly? Have you learned about grief at all through psychology or is that? Not, I mean, on? I'm just speaking like just, just from what I've seen in life, you know, I think people mm-hmm. react differently to, to grief and stuff like that. Like, I, I don't know uh i like when something like happens in my i won't i don't want to get into too much detail but like if anything ever happens in my life like it takes a while for me to for it to hit me and i yeah. kind of like let it all out for a bit and then after that i'm fine but some people you know it might last a long time and you know so again mm-hmm. i haven't had the most difficult life or anything like that um maybe that'll change in the future if something more traumatic happens but hopefully i don't have to deal with that you know um but yeah you know everyone they just you know we're also different and also similar but you know we all deal with things differently so yeah so when did you realize that empathy was such an important thing like did you realize this like early on or did you realize this like in college taking these classes or do you think you always kind of realized it but i that's difficult um because again i think we all we all can um we all definitely experience empathy like throughout our lives you know that's like an evolutionary trait you know um when I realized it was important, I think uh, just like the past couple of years, just seeing um, 
how divided people have gotten. Uh, I'm not trying to get into specific topics or anything like that. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, I think uh, <laughs> especially with the advent of social media, uh, we're like more divided than ever. And there's a lot of like just like vicious name calling and stuff like that. And people saying things to each other on the Internet they would never say in person and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, it's really and, you know, this applies to people from uh, all belief systems and backgrounds like we're really quick to demonize our opponents and stuff like that. And like, you know, doing that, I really don't think it's helpful for just society in general. You know, it's not any particular country or anything. It's just the world in general. You know, it's just not helpful to like uh, demonize people who disagree with you on things. Of course, there are bad people out there who who truly hold like abhorrent views and stuff like that. I'm just speaking in general here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just, that's why I decided, like, I'm going to focus more on this empathy stuff and see how I can apply it in my own life and not, you know, not try to, like, change the world, like, first, you know, I'd rather just apply it to the people around me and, you know, see what I can do from that. Because uh, when it comes to arguments and stuff like that, you know, it's important to understand, it's especially important to understand where people are coming from. Again, you don't have to agree with them. You don't have to sympathize with them. But if you understand where they're coming from, you could probably break down their argument better and, you know, if you understand them, they're willing to say, understand you too, you know? So. Yeah. I love yeah, what you're saying right it. now. Um, this is Thank some you. great stuff. Yeah. And uh, I think I like how you're saying, like, you want to start with like the people just like in your community, like you're trying to build yeah. like a foundation for it. And then like, so are you saying like you slowly want to grow empathy, like into bigger things, like as you get older, like, yeah, you know, I don't know exactly what I'm going like, to, I, you know, I want to be, a, I'm studying psychology. Uh, hopefully I have a, prosperous career in psychology uh hopefully i'm like a therapist or a counselor or something like that um mm -hmm. but you know you it doesn't have to, you don't have to apply it in your career just your career like you know i, I do someday i want to have a family someday uh mm -hmm. have kids and stuff like that so if i can teach my kids about empathy or whatever instill hopefully good morals in them you know i'm not perfect i hope i'm right about morality hopefully but <laughs> yeah. so i'll try my best there but you know if you raise your kids uh to be empathetic then they'll have an impact with people around them you know and it's like you know it goes from there like if you change i'm not the first person to say this i heard it from somewhere i can't remember who i heard it from but like, you know if you change the lives of 10 people uh have a positive impact on their lives just 10 people throughout your entire life think about if they if those 10 people each one of them change the lives of another 10 people you know and it just goes from there so that's how you can change the world you know yeah, that's a good thing. Like, yeah, it's like one random act of kindness at a time, you know. Exactly. Yeah, and just uh, I think you know we're talking about I was talking about like how important empathy is and like having discussions and arguments and stuff like that. Um, I would hope to teach that to my own kids and stuff like that. Uh, and like you know, in these political times and stuff like that, these very very political times, um, you know, it's integral. Actually, I think like you know, just having in person dialogue about important topics you know is essential for democracy you know so right if you're empathetic with your opponents you'll maybe you'll find out you agree on more or maybe you disagree on a lot but you know you can change each other's minds for the for the you know for the benefit and stuff like that so if that makes sense you know right do you feel like we would have a happier society if people were more empathetic towards one yeah, another uh, yeah totally well obviously uh, yeah i mean you know i think also i think i try to see uh i th i truly think that most people are actually more empathetic um you know it's just so like i was talking about social media earlier i think what we see on social media you know obviously when you talk about like i don't know be, like beauty standards or like 
handsome standards. I don't know. <laughs> That's obviously like a front on social media. And like, I'm guilty, you know, I think we're all guilty of that to a degree when we use social media. Uh, but also like, especially when it comes to rhetoric and how people act on social media, uh, that is not, in my opinion, that is not a re representation of reality, you know? I think it's always like a it's a vocal minority that are just so loud and they have a lot of they have a lot of influence unfortunately uh and that applies to again any side of any issue like there's just loud people on either side of anything uh but you know i've, I've met so many people in life who just kind of contradict like the the like the boxes that we all get put into on on like the internet and stuff like that right so you're saying right. like they have like two personas really like it's like one persona online and then when you meet them in person they're completely different yeah and just like you know they're Tons of people who don't even use social media but you never even know about and they probably have like pretty probably pretty chill people and stuff like that uh and also like like i was saying like i think it's more of a minority like i think like the i read a statistic somewhere that like i think like this is off the top of my head i'm not saying it's a, a totally accurate statistic but uh mm -hmm. i think like 80 percent of the tweets are made by like 10 percent of twitter users or something like that oh really yeah so there's, yeah there's like it's some, it's some crazy number like that not i'm not sure that's 100 percent accurate but like it's a huge discrepancy between like the user base and how many tweets they have you know so right well then who makes all the it's other not, tweets it's not, it's not, what's that who makes all the other tweets i just i mean i think I don't know how much like the average person tweets, you know, but like I was saying, like people who just spend their days like arguing on Twitter all day, right. that, that makes up like a, a minority of the user base. So I see, I see. So it's like the, you're saying the major or the minority. Okay, so the minority is just arguments, not the majority. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, so, well, that's kind. Of, that, it's that's not, it's not a representation of reality, in my opinion. So. Right, right. I mean, well, that can be I kind wish, of. I wish you had a producer or something so you could like they could like fact check me because I'm not trying to spread false information here. <laughs> no, no, just... you're. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. I mean, I'm glad you're staying. You're sharing statistics and you're being pretty honest, like pretty pretty Thank open. You. Like I think there's nothing worse than when people come on here and you're just like lying the whole time. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If... Do people do that. I have no idea. I mean, I don't know. I don't know 100, but I'm sure yeah. people have lied <laughs> about stuff. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Whatever. I've... I've exaggerated beings, stuff. We're talking about just human beings are complicated. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, I agree. Social media is not reality at all. I mean, I feel like I just I act goofy on the Callahan's Corner <laughs> Instagram page, yeah. but it's fun, you know. Yeah, I'm all, I'm actually like I still have like an Instagram account and a Twitter account. I'm I like kind of I delete, I deleted the apps like a, like a couple months ago. Uh, it just wasn't good for my brain, dude. Just every time I get on there, my, my brain just melts. <laughs> stuff I see. Uh, but whenever I did tweet stuff, it was always just stupid shit. Um, I like, I think the last time I ever said anything political was when I was like 15. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you, you've tried to stay just like very like in the middle with politics then. Yeah. Or... And that, I'm not, I wouldn't say the middle. I, I don't, this <laughs> is something I've like. I don't know what I am, you know. Right. I really don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a centrist. I don't know what I am, you know. I, I certainly have my biases, you know. I was raised a certain way, like everyone was, right. Um, but you know, I don't know exactly what I am because you know I have opinions that are across the board, you know. Um, and like that word, like middle ground and stuff, and like centrist, that has like a negative connotation now too for some reason. Uh, but I don't know, dude. I think these labels are so stupid. I think if people use these labels uh like liberal or conservative whatever they use them just because they can't think of a good counter argument sometimes they yeah. just call someone a liberal or conservative and they're like oh that has a negative connotation so that means you're wrong 
Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's like silly. People are like, oh, Republicans, Democrats. It's like, well, we're all Americans. Yeah. Like, shouldn't really matter. It's just different opinions. Yeah, we're all, yeah. we don't fit in these dumb little boxes that people put us in. It's just, it's just, that's why I'm trying to stay off social media because that's where you see the stuff the most. It's just on there. So. Now, do you think we've always been lumping people into these kinds of boxes or and just social media just like exemplified that? Or do you think we didn't really start lumping people into boxes until social media? Uh, you know, I'm not a history expert by any means. Um, if I had to take a guess, I'd say that's always been a thing, 100%. Uh, but mm-hmm. I would say that you, like what you said, I think it's been exemplified by social media. Okay. So, yeah, that's... That's so it. have you have you ever been a fan of social media just out of curiosity? I mean, I've been using it since I was like in like since I was like fourteen, um, and I right. you know. Look, I mean, I'll be honest. Like you know, when you post a picture on Instagram and you get likes on it, you get a rush out of it. Like totally, you know, that's a natural. Like you know, it, it like activates your dopamine dopamine receptors and stuff like that. So like, it's definitely nice to tweet a funny thing and then people like it. Like, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it's also like. You get kind of addicted to that and stuff. I never had a horrible addiction to like posting things, but I definitely had an addiction to like refreshing social media all the time and stuff like that. So yeah, looking at timelines, it's definitely not inherently bad. Like I have social media. I just you know the degree to which it's being used nowadays and how it's affecting us is definitely a bad thing. So right, right. So so you back to be inherently bad, inherently good. So you're saying like people are not inherently good or inherently bad or are you saying ideas are not inherently uh, good or inherently bad or a little bit of both that's such a com- i mean that's you're talking about ideas that's so complicated because how do you how do you measure like objective i've been thinking about i was thinking about ah, sorry i talk so fucking so oh my god dude. <laughs> no, i talk good. so fucking fast sometimes but anyway <laughs> um how do you measure like objective morality like that's so comp like is there I mean, like, you know, I come from a religious background and stuff. I don't get too much into that, but like, just objectively speaking, like, how do you measure that? You know, it's, I guess the only, there's no true, everything, when you really think about it, everything truly is subjective. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, thankfully, I think most people are in agreement on the same things. Uh, It's so complicated, dude. Uh, I think if an idea, if it's inherently, in my opinion, if it's inherently based around harming people, then yeah, it's inherently bad. Um, okay. but you know, every idea has, it's like, cat, and in general, every idea has pros and cons, you know? So, uh, but people, when you talk about people being inherently good or bad, um, I think most people, well, we all have a good and bad side, obviously. Uh, but I think there was like, there's like studies again, like I, there was like one study I read. So it's just keep in mind, it's just one study, but, uh, I read like the semester, like babies are like inherently empathetic actually like when they hear there's there's studies that show this again i'm not saying it's 100 fact but uh like when babies hear someone that's in distress they cry too because they feel bad for them um or if they hear another baby cry they cry because they feel bad for that baby or someone around them is sad they might cry so like we kind of shows we're kind of born good to in a way you know so yeah that's kind of cool so it's like we're born good but then society can like bring out the bad side is that yeah and plus i mean again like i said human brain is so complicated too like you know it's actually like i would i would i think you know in terms of evolution like it's benefit it's beneficial to be selfish sometimes you know like you gotta i would say like if you really want to frame it this way like you could say it's selfish to like try to not die in a dangerous situation you know because you're trying to it's self-preservation self-preservation you know 
so like okay, we okay. have we have those things in our brains that are meant to help us, but you can go too far with it, obviously, you know. Yeah. Okay. So the self, what was that again? Self-preservation. So yeah. you get you can apply that like is that like the selfish behaviors if you're like trying to build like a business or something like that, like you're stomping over people just for the self-preservation possibly? Or? Yeah, I'm not talking about, like, I'm not saying that's a good thing. Uh, well, yeah, like. Oh, you're saying self-preservation can be good and bad. Yeah, like it's, it's like okay. evolutionary, from an evolutionary standpoint, you, you like, you need to be selfish sometimes to like make sure you survive, but. Right. Because like, I mean, selfish, I, I mean, I'm not an expert on selfishness. <laughs> Please yeah. keep that in mind. Uh, I'm just kind of going off like the ramblings at the top of my head right now. <laughs> Uh, maybe I should, should have used a better word, but like taking care of yourself is an important thing, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, I think like the good things we learn from evolution can also bring out the bad stuff in us. Like it's, it's important to eat, right? You need to eat, mm-hmm. but, uh, you can eat too much. So, right. Like, right. Humans, like we have, we have these things built into us that are supposed to help us, but they can also hurt us and it make, can make us bad people sometimes and sometimes good people. So. That's very interesting. Yeah, like the food example is really good because it's like, okay, like I need to eat. So you're self-preserving your life. But then it's like, if you eat too much, you might be thinking that's a good thing when it's really a bad thing. But then exactly. when, once again, you're saying it's kind of subjective because yeah. some people are like, oh, it's okay if they eat too much, right? Like some people yeah, are into I'm, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I am, but <laughs> now it's not. Like, I eat like I do. I, you know, speaking of eating bad, I eat pretty bad. So <laughs> yeah, I, I don't eat like terrific. I mean, yeah. I'm just lucky. I have a very high metabolism. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I don't know. Like, I think like there's like some debate about that. I think like some people. I think we actually. I, I don't know, dude. I'm not an expert on on health or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> well, what's think, the debate? Like, like sometimes I think I eat a lot, but like maybe I just don't eat as as much. But for me, it's a lot. I don't know. Oh, okay. That's really good. I'm a pretty. I'm clearly a pretty thin dude, like really skinny. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I'm not an expert on health, health eating or anything like that. So. yeah i kind of tried to become an expert because of covid like i wanted to like yeah. eat stuff that was healthy but i don't I, I was like into healthy stuff at the very beginning but now i'm kind of back to like old habits but i should probably get back into the good habits. yeah i mean now that now that things are winding down i you know you can go to the gym more and stuff like that so right i you... make an effort to do that because i don't really work out or anything so. oh okay i was gonna ask you guys so did you ever work out like since college has begun or uh i did like so I live at home with my parents. Uh, I'm moving out this summer, but um, okay. <laughs> my dad pushed me to work out for a bit, like my freshman year of college, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, but now I've kind of like gone away from that. Um, so, but I need to get back into it on my own. So it's very it's very important to get exercise and stuff like that because you definitely feel the uh, ramifications of that sometimes. Uh, yeah. So to answer answer this question, is exercise worth it? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. saying this as somebody who gets no like no exercise and eats like <laughs> shit. Uh, it's important. So, well, I mean, do you do you at least go on walks or anything? Oh yeah, like I that? Lo- dude, I love going for walks. I go for walks all the time. There's a really cool place by my house that I go over- around at night. Uh, I live in Dublin, so it's a pretty safe place. Um, right. So I like to go for, like for a lot of night walks and just when I can, like nature walks and stuff like that. So, and I mow lawns too, like around the neighborhood. So I get exercise like that. I'm not like I'm exaggerating a little bit when I say I don't get exercise, but I definitely don't think I get enough. So. I see. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way. Like I just bike right now and walk, but I feel nice. like I could be doing more. That's still, know? I mean, that's still good for you, dude. Yeah. So. It's still yeah. exercise. It's better than nothing. I think it's annoying when people just like sit around and are like, Oh, I don't have the energy. Cause I feel like, Oh dude, I hate, I mean like I like one thing that sucked. One thing that really talked about COVID obviously, and there's a lot of things that sucks, that sucks about it. But uh, I spent so much time just 
especially like in the mid and like the thick of it, I spent so much time alone, dude, just with my thoughts, just doing yeah. nothing. It was horrible. It was not good for my mental health. And I'm glad we're getting, we're kind of getting on the tail end here. So. I would agree. I think like April, like of 2020, like the first month, everything oh was like God. shut down was the worst month oh for God. everyone's mental health. Like for yeah, me, that was, that was, that was the low point. But how, how think, do you think – oh, go ahead. Go Sorry. ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. I was just going to ask, like, how do you think you have uh, changed, like, pre-COVID to now? Like, how has, has COVID changed your, like, way of thinking a lot about Actually, so you, we were talking about, like, how I, like, learn more about empathy and stuff like that. Uh, I had a lot – think because I had so much time to, like, think to myself, I also got a lot of positive things out of it. Um, so I had more time to reflect on that kind of thing. And I did spend a lot of time on social media. So that's when I started to get really tired of it. And that's when I like was like, all right, we need to like change things here. So that's when I got more into that. So. Okay. That's cool. So you started looking more into, you looked into empathy. Did you like look into like truth and stuff like that? Cause you were talking about how everything's subjective earlier. Yeah. I mean, or not really. I don't want to get like, like I don't want to get too much into my personal like beliefs or anything. I am a practicing Catholic. Um, okay. But, you know, I have, it's very complicated, you know, it's very complicated for me. I don't know how I feel about everything. It's always my views on like that sort of thing are changing, like on a weekly basis. Uh, that's okay. why I don't want to say anything specific on here because like a week from now it might be totally different and, you know, right. so, uh, you know, I don't want to put, and I certainly wouldn't want to push anything on anyone. Um, it's more of just like how you live your life personally and stuff like that. So uh, I've always believed like, even in my more agnostic phases in life, um, I always have like personally believed in some kind of like higher power, um, and like a spiritual plane, I guess, but you know, I have no evidence for that or anything. It's just a personal thing. So. Right. Right. But like, well, like what about like when people like, like not, not besides, besides religion, just like right. anything when someone's like, Oh, this is the truth or like act like it's factual. Like, stuff Oh, oh factual. okay. I see what you're saying. I thought that you meant like the, like, like the truth of the universe or something. No, no, no. You're good. You, you went pretty expansive, but that's cool. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I respect that. No, you're oh, good. But, thank you. Uh, but. I mean, there's so much, dude, it's, there's so much misinformation and it, again, <laughs> it's not, it really does not apply to a single side. You know, every media organization has its biases and social media, you see so much, opinionated shit that is presented as fact when it's not you know it doesn't apply to anyone in particular it's just it's all over the place so i try to you know that's why another thing with like i keep on saying the word complicated like everything in life is complicated you know yeah. so there's a chance that what you're seeing might partially be true but it's probably not the full story you know for anything yeah like there's a lot more layers to peel back totally totally so yeah, that's <laughs> so okay. Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. So yeah, crazy. This all, it's so all these like thought processes, and you might have already kind of said this earlier, but this all, did this really start like, would you say during college with the psycho psychological thought processes, or were you um, more invested in this like high school with like, because like you said, you used to be into like detective stuff, and like you think yeah, you always kind of had the. If, like, I'm being if I'm being entirely honest about the detective stuff, I there's a lot of movies I loved growing up that were like about detectives and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, that'd be a cool job. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I also thought it'd be like a, it'd be a fulfilling thing, you know, if you're helping people like reach closure with any kind of like horrible situation or something, or if you're catching a bad person or something like that. Uh, I know I was talking about earlier, like we're not all good or all bad, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Um, so I think yeah, I always thought it'd be a fulfilling thing. Uh, but in terms of the psychological stuff, uh, you know, I've had the mentality for a while that, you know, there's a lot of shittiness on any side of an opinion. 
and you just gotta be rational. That's I'm and I'm glad I've developed that. I tried to I've tried to develop that more. I'm I'm certainly not perfect, and I have my slip up sometimes in terms of like argument and stuff like that. I get a little aggressive sometimes. I'm not perfect, but I'm really trying to be conscious of it. So, yeah, yeah, that's some good stuff there. Um, uh, one thing I thought was interesting, I just I kind of thought about this example. Um, uh, this is like a I'm I'm not really calling you out, but like Eric Flacky, he said he ran into you. And you said you were going to be a prosecutor. <laughs> so, what like... the? I did not. Okay. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's that's hilarious. Uh, I love Eric, but I saw him like, yeah. I don't know where he got that. I saw him. Um, <laughs> let's see. I saw him the beginning of 2020, January 2020. So that was. Uh... He said like he saw you at work or something. Yeah, I was like... working. I was yeah. working um, at, at a restaurant. Um, <laughs> that's so funny that he said that. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I was, yeah, we, we ran into each other and, uh, I was actually before I changed my major. So I was still doing, you know, I, I think I said, I probably said criminal justice. I don't, I definitely did not say prosecutor, but that's, that's funny <laughs> that he caught that. Okay. That's yeah. Awesome. Cause I, I saw him the other day and I'm like, Oh, Timmy's going to be on the podcast. Like you got to ask him about being a prosecutor. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, not, I'm definitely not good. I had ne- never had any attention to being a prosecutor. So yeah, I would actually, speaking of that, I would hate to be a prosecutor um really why because the of course you know it is it can be fulfilling obviously when you're having a positive impact on your community but the thought of ever like this also kind of goes back to the criminal justice thing too like being a cop like the thought of ever even like accidentally uh putting like an innocent person behind bars is just horrifying to me and i wouldn't even want to take that chance like i could i could never go on a jury or anything like that like i just i could not be help be even remotely responsible for something like that you know i would hate it so. Well, but what if you got called to do jury duty? Because don't they call just like anyone? Yeah, I mean, it'd be, uh, dude, it'd be totally be really, really interesting. That's for sure. Uh, right. But I don't know. There's ways you can. <laughs> I mean, the fact, actually, the fact that I even have that thought, like, uh, might not make me viable for a jury. Like, there's the the process is so strict, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that much about the process, but maybe yeah. I should. I'm not an expert more. either, but yeah. Yeah. I wonder, like, so do you know, like, why it's strict? Do you want to go into this? Or, like... I mean, I'm not an expert, but, you know, <laughs> it, one thing, you know, our, our legal system is, of course, flawed. You know, people get screwed over a lot. And, you know, there's you can talk all day about, like, drug prosecution and stuff like that. And uh, I agree, like, it's messed up. Um, but there's if there's one thing that I do think is amazing about our legal system is that it's, uh, it's, um, it's supposed to be really hard to, like, uh, prove guilt um, because it's not to protect guilty people. It's to make sure that innocent people, you know, don't get put, put behind bars. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, you know, that backfires and it's not always perfect, but that is something I like about it is that it's supposed to protect people. That's the inherent part of it. At least when it comes to like the jury, like the judicial process, like the trial, because, you know, people take plea deals and stuff like that. So they never even go to trial. Uh but in general, I think that is a good thing about our system is that there's a lot of stuff put in place to protect people. And of course, it's not perfect. And we know for a fact that there's a lot of shitty shit that happens in the legal system. But that I do like. So, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, so, yeah, it sounds like you're really into protecting people, helping people out. Like, do you think this has originated since you were a kid, like with your upbringing or? Uh, my parents definitely did a really good job instilling, instilling good morals in me. Um, I'm definitely not, like I said, I'm not a perfect person by any means. Um, right. But, um, I don't know. I always liked when I was a kid, I always liked like the good guys in movies. I never liked movies where 
uh, like the bad guy, like in video games, if you have the option to play good or bad, I always played good. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to act like a superhero or anything like that. I'm not. I'm I'm not perfect. I just I don't know. I always like the, the idea of like shitty things happening to people sucks, you know. So yeah, I feel like it's just easier too in general to be like nice to people versus like me. I think it's hard. People. I actually think it's harder sometimes. I mean, well, I guess when we get older, maybe. But when you're yeah, younger, I mean, I, I've possibly. definitely like haven't always been the nicest person in my life, but I mean we're all not perfect, I guess, but you know, I'm trying to work on it, you know? So, right. Well, I think we just, once again, I think we need to have more empathy and I think exactly. thing that helps with empathy is like listening. Like, I think that's another thing I've talked about that before. Like, I feel like we kind of struggle as a society right now, just like hearing people out and like listening to people and maybe yeah. social media is like impacting that because we're constantly getting like hit with so much information. Oh yeah. And so then, like, when we put the phone down and we actually have to talk to someone, I feel like we're kind of multitasking already because we're so used to multitasking possibly yeah, on our dude. phones. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, totally, dude. It's, uh, you, you're, we're being bombarded with, we, essentially, you see, the, this is no secret, you know, the stuff that is bad is what gets the clicks, you know. Um, so that's, that's what gets the most attention, you know. We're being presented with the worst information all the time, and we're seeing the worst sides of people because that's more interesting. For most people, and, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. I like to read sometimes if something catches my eye and it's like a messed up story, like I'm going to read it sometimes, you know? Yeah. So you think people in general are just more attracted to like damaged like individuals, like online? Yeah. Is that to a degree? Like I think it's kind of like goes with the whole like novelty seeking thing, um, which is like I'm not an expert on that either, but it's like new experiences and stuff like that. And like, you know, we're used we're, we're so used to our mundane, our mundane everyday lives. Chances are we're not, I don't know, if we're living in America or Western civilization, we're probably not being bombed, you know? So if, yeah. you, if you see a headline about a bombing, you're going to read it probably because you're not used to that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But even like people in general, like I talked about this a, like almost a year ago now, <laughs> it's like Annie Neff, we were talking about how like people think it's cool to be negative. Like, what'd you say? I've actually been guilty of that in the past when I was younger. Uh, I mean, that was more so just like angst, like teenage angst and stuff. Uh, it definitely feels good to like, I don't know, be contrarian or like negative. Um, but I don't know. Nowadays, I don't, I try to be pretty positive. So, but yeah, that's definitely like, I don't know. It's like, it, cause it's so like, I think it's like, it's kind of what I was saying. It's probably against our nature for the most part to be negative. Uh, mm-hmm. So that is attractive because it's like, it, you know, it's, unusual in a way so okay if that makes sense i'm not again i'm not an expert this is kind of what my my like inductive reasoning i guess i don't know so that's okay. just my thing so you're saying you're saying that you can possibly be more attractive to someone else if you're negative because it's like the counterpart of what we're supposed uh, to be when you say attractive do you mean like like romantically attractive or do you just mean like in general just like just, just in general yeah not, well uh, you can even maybe both we could do maybe both, not maybe. I, I maybe i'm maybe like if you're like like if you're a youtuber or something like that but in everyday life i would say definitely not i think okay. there are people of course who are there are just some people who are attracted to that kind of thing more but you know like if i don't know if i'm at work and i see negative shit go down like everyone's like oh, screw that you know like most people don't like negative people i would say so Okay, so you're saying more like if you're a public figure, it's yeah. more attractive. Because people like people like the witness controversy. Because I think we're again, this is just my opinion. I am I'm not like an expert on this, but like I would assume that we like we're attracted to that kind. Of, we are drawn to that kind of thing on social media or the internet because we ourselves probably wouldn't do half the shit we see on the internet, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. you can kind of like live through that, I and mean, not live through that, but you can kind of like 
it's hard to explain, but like you're, they're kind of like a conduit for you to like the more like things you can't do in life, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that may, I think that makes sense. Like, like, uh, like I don't know, like I'm not, and I know this this is like a beating a dead horse here, but like people like Jake Paul, you know, like he's a he's known for being like a jackass and like causing problems, uh, and he has a huge fan base. I would assume that his millions and millions and millions of fans don't do the same things that he does, but he still has those fans regardless, you know, because they're yeah. they they're probably too scared to do that in their own lives, so like they like to watch other people do it. So right, yeah, that's a good example. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Well, how can we be better then? Like as a, how like like with like what we're go- what we're seeing with social media and stuff. Like, but like, what what direction do you see us going? Do you see this improving or like um, getting worse or staying stagnant? Because like, I feel like it's been kind of creepy. Like it's getting like slowly worse since social media started. As far as oh, like, totally. It's definitely people- get, yeah, it's definitely getting worse. Um, I'd say, but now that we've experienced COVID, I mean. I don't know. Like, do you think it could get worse from here? Like, do you think it's going to click back to like the same track it was on or, I, you know, it just, it, it's, it's kind of like a thing about history in general. Uh, I was talking to my grandpa about it like a year ago. Uh, he says, you know, when it comes to history, the pendulum, like the pendulum history, like always swings in one direction and it's going to reach a point where it goes the other way. So mm-hmm. I think social media is going to get so bad at some point that people are gonna be like, everybody's gonna be like, all right, I'm fed up with this. Let's work on this. I don't know. That's just my opinion, and then it'll probably swing back the other direction, and then just keep going. So, yeah. Uh, but like you know, when I have kids someday, I want to like keep them off social media for a while. Uh, it's not good for little kids, that's for sure. So, that's a good idea. Yeah, I feel like social media should have like an age restriction. Like, I feel like you shouldn't it's, be able it to. Te- it technically does, but just no one follows it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think you think you have to be like thirteen to be used with like most, which is still pretty young. Uh, to use most, most like social media, but you know, you can easily lie about that. So. Right. Yeah. Cause that's like the whole argument. It's like, okay, well then how are they supposed to like monitor that or like, yeah. People you, that- I mean, there's no way you can do that without like breaching privacy and shit like that. So. Yeah. And it's like, that's why, you know, it comes, that's, what, that's what I was saying about like doing things in your own life. That kind of comes down to you as a parent, you know? So. Right. I feel like our generation was like the guinea pigs. Though, like, Cause like we were the first ones growing up with social media. And- yeah. It's going to totally. be interesting to see, like, like, do you feel like by the end of tw- this decade, like, we're going to see a ton of, like, studies coming out about how social media has impacted the psychology of, like, people? Oh, 100%. 100%, yeah. dude. Totally. I think, uh, thankfully, I think we're going to have a lot of people who, like, you know, you're saying that our generation, like, experienced it firsthand. But, like, I have totally experienced firsthand the negative effects of social media because, I, you know, I had it since I was 14. Now right. you got kids who have it from like the age of like seven, eight, nine, ten. Like that's really young. Yeah, that's not uh, good. <laughs> so the fa- I think the fact that like our generation's aware of how bad of how bad it is for us, like it's gonna hopefully a lot of us are gonna be like, all right, let's make sure we don't do that with our kids. Because you know I don't blame my parents for like how I mm-hmm. dealt with social media because they didn't have it growing up. You know. Right. So, yeah, um, like our parents' upbringing was like completely, completely yeah, different. Totally. So it's not even a knock on them. It's just like it's just totally different right they didn't have like computers and shit like that <laughs> yeah they don't have like any kind of technology like there's no zoom like yeah. podcasts don't exist you know yeah but apparently it was yeah. a great time <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's just it, it's how it, that's how every generation is they always talk about they always every generation talks about their youth you know that's just natural yeah. so yeah i wonder like why do you think that it, like why do you think so many people are like oh like like they're always like remember the time when like they're always like looking to like the past like i feel nostalgia. like a lot of nostalgia 
nostalgia nostalgia yeah. and of course you know of course there's, like i said like there's things are complicated there's always a, a degree of truth i think uh to anything you know i think there's probably a degree of truth like you know it, it was a good thing our parents didn't have social media growing up you know uh so yeah. they're right about that i would say but you know they're also wrong about other things but that's just natural that's just a natural part of every generation um like you know you you see these conversations happening like centuries back like there's a there was like I uh, one of my like I took like a Greek uh, religion class like a couple years ago, um, and we learned about there was like these. Um, I think it might have been like not Plato, but or maybe it was Aristotle. I don't know some famous dudes from like Greek <laughs> ancient Greece talking about like atheists and how they're all young and disrespectful and stuff like that. Like that's the exact same stuff that gets said today. So you know it's just like every generation has that. You know it's nothing new. So right, I don't think right. any generation is any different from any, any other one in terms of being bad or good. You know, it's just like we all come with our different bad things and different good things, you know, and we're always improving, I think. So, yeah, I would agree with that. Cause I I feel like... Am I talking too loud, like on the mic or anything like that? No, you're good. You're good. Okay. The, the audio is fine. I hope okay. I sound good. I feel like yeah, you I... sound fine. Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah. These virtual podcasts are annoying. I was actually talking about earlier, like we were supposed to meet and yeah, but it was raining, so yeah, sorry, yeah, it's, that sucks. I was looking forward to doing it in person, but whatever. But it's all good. I was probably gonna Life use my on. phone anyway. I'm not gonna bring my, all my equipment <laughs> to the park, but it's fine. Yeah. So, are you still making films with Kyle Bauer? I got yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I know you, you talked about it on here when he was on here. Uh, we yeah. still we made that we filmed that last like history of the universe. Uh, he still hasn't released it uh kyle i'm calling you out get on that um <laughs> yeah we need that released I mean, yeah but whatever it'll come out eventually yeah um but you know he's been you know he's been a busy dude the past couple of years he told you about his film company and all that stuff so yeah we go to different colleges and stuff like that we're still great friends obviously um mm-hmm. but you know i haven't seen him as much so we haven't made as much stuff together uh but you know we <laughs> i actually i so recently uh i made a video for one of my psychology classes but <laughs> it was my um psychology of creativity class and the prompt of the project was literally just to do anything creative that's all you had to do there's no there's no specifics or anything just make sure you put effort into it that's cool so i made a uh, short film with my friends uh it's really weird it's like a it's like a horror comedy i guess it's called um did you see it i don't know i posted it on like snapchat and shit oh uh, i think maybe i saw it advertised yeah maybe it yeah called? that's what i mean like if you saw it advertised it's called pants contest um, oh yeah i think i saw that advertised. Yeah. yeah it's just the premise is that these guys have a pants contest um yeah i won't say much about it beyond that because it gets kind of weird but <laughs> okay. i don't want to spoil it for anybody listening my youtube channel is called timmy o'brien or maybe it's timothy o'brien i can't remember but my my profile picture is a raccoon so plug in myself if you want to watch my videos that's where you'll find it actually just search pants contest on youtube it should be the top result and you'll see a bunch of guys from <laughs> from my life on the thumbnail but anyway that's cool uh, so i made that and uh Kyle talked about it. He liked it a lot, I think. Um, and he wants to do, we're going to do more stuff with our friends this summer, um, mm-hmm. films and stuff like that. So just more weird comedic stuff. So that's cool. That's cool. What, so, I mean, I know you said you didn't really want to talk about a project because it's kind of weird, but like, what, what were you trying to um, like teach in general? Cause you said it was for a class, right? No. Yeah. I wasn't teaching anything. It was just, oh, okay. it was just like the, the, the class was all about creativity and like how oh, creativity okay. works and stuff like that. Uh, and then, just the last, the final project was to make something creative. So I made, I made that. There was no, that was, there was nothing to teach about it. It was just, okay. I filmed and edited it on like iMovie 
on my iPad. <laughs> so yeah. Do you edit, do you make a lot of content or is that? No, I want to, like, I, I would say like deep down, like I'm, I'm like a first and foremost, like a, like an entertainer, I guess, but um, I'm not, I don't have any plans to pursue like a career in that. Cause you know, there is quite a bit of risk to it. Uh, yeah, but I'm sure. always, I'm always going to, even if I, I don't know, whatever I end up doing, I definitely want to do it on the side, like my entire life. So I like it a lot. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, the entertainment industry is very risky for sure. Oh, 100%. Totally, yeah. I respect like, people who uh, really push themselves to do it. So, yeah, I might be one of those people. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, nice. I don't know. Hey, dude, go for it. I'm just not, I'm not doing it, but yeah, you should definitely do go for it. If you feel like you can do it. But yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's cool that you guys make your own films and make your own movies when you can. But yeah. were those some of your favorite memories doing the history of the universe stuff? Uh, I think the most, like talking about nostalgia, one of my most, I think just uh, the first summer we, we made them is very nostalgic for me. It was like 2016. Uh, so I would have been, let's see, 16 and 17 years old. Uh, actually, no, I would have been 17. Uh, I think the wait, maybe I was 16. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, no, yeah, I was 17. Okay, because it was it was going into junior year of high school. Um, so I had a lot of I had a really good time making those. It was like the summer, and we filmed a lot of stuff during the day, and then some stuff at night. And you, you got like that, get that nice summertime feeling while doing it. And you know, it was so much fun just being with my friends and like making that stuff. And most of it was like ad libbed, most of the dialogue and stuff like that. So it was just like we were just having a blast doing it. So just that entire like first year we made it, it was really fun. So. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Um, I don't know if you could hear the. Could you hear the phone ringing? Probably not. No, I didn't. Okay, that's good. That's good. I was worried, but, but yeah, no, that's cool that you guys did that creative thing, and that also set up like your group throughout high school. I feel yeah, like. yeah, and I'm still close with all those guys. All those guys are all still close. So yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, and uh, so in college, that's kind of you were saying it's kind of slowed down more so. Like you don't really. Yeah, I mean, it it's just much. you know we all go like some of us go to the same college and some of us go to different colleges. So it's just like, that's just part of life, obviously, but we're all in touch. So, and when we see each other, we can see each other, you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, so crazy stuff. We've been talking about a lot of like interesting things for a while now. So yeah, it got pretty deep. Yeah. Well, that's what I like to do. I like to make it deep. So are you a big podcast listener? Do you listen to a lot of podcasts? Like do you consume? A lot? Uh, I, I throw some on sometimes like in the background. Uh, like I, so I commute to OSU Marion. Uh, okay. This past year, I just did it online mostly because uh, of COVID, but yeah, uh, this last, this next semester is probably going to be my last semester there. And then I'm going to transfer. It's just like, I've saved so much money doing it and stuff like that. And I don't mind the drive. It's like an hour drive though, but I know I'm used to it. Yeah. Um, so for a while, uh, do you know, um, <laughs> do you know Tiny Meat Gang? I think, I feel like I've heard of them. You know, do like, you know Cody Ko? I don't know who that is. Okay. Well, him and, him and Noel Miller have a podcast called <laughs> Tiny Meat Gang. It's just like, it's just like, it's kind of like this, where they just kind of shoot the shit and like talk about whatever. Uh, but it's mostly comedic. So I, I listened to that for a long time. I stopped for it. There's nothing wrong with it. I just stopped yeah. like in October. Uh, I'll catch up eventually, I, th I think. Uh, sometimes I throw on Joe Rogan. I'm not like a huge Joe Rogan <laughs> fan or anything like that. If he has a good guest, I listen to it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I agree with that. I used to be more into Joe Rogan. I, I kind of like his guest more than yeah. like. He's. Actual... I mean, I don't like like either. I'm pretty indifferent on him. I don't. Some people like hate him. I'm whatever. <laughs> I, I'm fine with him. Uh, like like any other human being on the planet, he says things that are I agree with and some things I disagree with. You know. So. 
Right. But good, I don't think he's a good com- comedian. It's, I think it's <laughs> annoying when he says that he's a uh, like comedian first and foremost. Like, I don't think he's funny, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that's just so subjective to comedy. But oh, yeah, I agree. Totally. Yeah, that's just my like, opinion. You know, that's yeah, my personal when, opinion. Yeah, when he's just like, oh, I'm a comedian. Like, no, you're not. Like, you're, he's a podcaster. Yeah, he, like, and he's like a UFC. Him. Like, he's a UFC expert and stuff like that. Like, I like when he talks about that because like, he knows what he's talking about. I don't think he's a good comedian. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of comedians like currently that i'm like iffy about like i don't know like i don't really like john mulaney and maybe you like him uh i've I've watched i watched his two like netflix netflix specials i thought they're really funny but uh i haven't so listened subjective. to his most, yeah exactly i haven't listened to his most recent stuff so yeah i mean i like dave Chappelle, bill burr yeah i like both those guys a lot i mean i'm not like super into like can, like watching stand-up or anything uh, i like norm mcdonald a lot too he's really yeah. funny his his sense of humor is so specific i love it I also like, uh, I think the best is probably Robin Williams, but it's my opinion. Yeah, I, like never improv. Really, I never really saw any of his, like, much of his stand-up or anything. So Yeah, he's it's just kind of crazy. Like, it's yeah. really all over the place. So. Yeah, I know he was really good at, like, impressions and stuff like that, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. But, yeah, so, but you, uh, you've referenced movies a couple times. Like, is that still a big love of yours? I remember in high school, you also really liked movies, right? Yeah, I remember, because I remember I met you in, in our freshman year like science class uh, yeah yeah science. we were in the, we were in the sh- we were in the shitty one i remember yeah um, mr tui right yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah i remember that like you stuck out that you you talked about like how you like movies and stuff like that like we would like introduce ourselves to the class and we both said like we like movies so i remember that that's what i remember my first impression of you was that yeah uh, but yeah i still i um you know movies are probably my favorite like entertainment entertainment and like art medium um i haven't like as much as i love them i probably haven't seen like I've seen quite a few, but like, not more than the average person. Maybe, uh, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. But I still like. I love them, and I love making movies and stuff. Uh, yeah. So that's like yep. my favorite. I haven't watched a lot in the last couple of years, but I'm picking it up this summer. So for sure. Do you have like a go-to movie that you uh, would recommend? Well, I guess like it, it's different for different people's tastes. Yeah, like, it's always it's everyone every time. You know, it's the same for everyone. When you ask like, what's your favorite movie, there's so many I could pick from um yeah let's see my i think my if i there's so many dude like there there are some movies i love like from my childhood that aren't great movies like i'm a huge um uh i'm a huge godzilla fan like i've seen all the godzilla movies did um, you see the new one yeah yeah i saw yeah. day one dude i had to see it, see it. <laughs> um not saying it's great like high art or anything like that but i just love godzilla man it's like he actually like i would say godzilla played like a prominent role in like shaping me so now that explains everything right why i'm such a loser but anyway um <laughs> no but uh yeah i love godzilla growing up um so like that's like more like fun stuff i recommend like i would i like like to watch um but i also love a lot of like really serious movies um mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting statement but uh i like uh like uh you ever heard of let's see you ever heard of the deer hunter i have heard of that i've never seen it yeah it's really it's a really intense movie that's been my like one of my personal favorites for like the past like probably six years maybe seven mm-hmm. years um it's like robert, robert de niro christopher walken yeah. meryl streep um isn't john like, boy in that no oh, no. uh yeah. no yeah maybe, might be thinking of like deliverance or something i don't know yeah maybe i don't know <laughs> uh i don't know if i'd recommend that movie to everyone that's a pretty messed up movie but uh, yep. so what's your like guilty pleasure like God, i'd movie? say godzilla godzilla <laughs> okay yeah okay um let's see i like a movie called prisoners that's mm. uh like a 
the, one of those detective movies I was talking about. You ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen parts of that. That's good. Okay. You like? Don't you like Jake Gyllenhaal? I do. Yeah. Yeah, that's like my favorite Jake Gyllenhaal movie. You should check that out. Okay. He's like I watched he, the whole thing. Yeah, so. it's great. It's really intense. Really, really intense. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly with Clint Eastwood. Um, yeah, classic. Yeah, I like the the other movies in that series too. Like for a few dollars more is a really mm-hmm. good one. Uh, the the move the first movie of Fistful of Dollars is based on a Japanese movie called Yojimbo. Oh, which, really? Yeah, it's a samurai movie. It's a black and white samurai movie from like 1961, maybe. It's awesome. I love. I would recommend that movie. Uh, it's pretty accessible. It's I mean, I, you watch it with subtitles, so if you're not into that, then I guess don't watch it. But uh, I, th- I think it's a great movie, Yojimbo. It's just, it's really fun and it's funny, uh, but it also like gets really serious when it needs to. So mm-hmm. I like when movies can balance that. So yeah, um, you ever seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? Oh yeah, yeah, classic. That's one of my that's one of my favorite all time movies. So yeah, I remember I was annoyed like Netflix didn't have it on during Thanksgiving. It's like what oh you yeah, that's, that's an essential Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, it's it's the best Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, it's like know? the only one that exists, but it's also really <laughs> yeah. good. So. Well, would you say Paul Blart Mall Cops a Thanksgiving movie? Because <laughs> it's like, is it a Thanksgiving movie? Yeah, I, I, I remember I, eating Thanksgiving dinner, but the day before, but like, is it Black Friday? I haven't seen it since yeah. I was like in third grade. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't remember. That's my guilty pleasure, Paul Blart Mall okay. Cop. I respect that. That's just a fun movie. It's pretty funny. It's a pretty. I mean, I remember it being pretty funny. I was a kid, but I thought it was pretty funny. It yeah, it is funny. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I like, I'm a big fan of uh, Quentin. I think I've talked about that a couple times. Yeah, I, I, I'm. he's not my favorite director or anything, but every movie I've seen by him, I liked a lot. I've yeah. seen, like, the only ones I haven't seen are Death Proof and Jackie Brown. I haven't seen those two, but I've seen all the other ones. Yeah, I think Jackie Brown's, like, his most underrated, but Death Proof is definitely That's what I hear. his weakest. So yeah. I don't think that movie is Death Proof, but oh, haha. No. <laughs> you ever seen... Uh, Oh my God, my friends are gonna laugh when I talk about this. Have you ever seen uh, the uh, Tarantino like gets harassed by the paparazzi video? Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't like the paparazzi. I just think it's a funny video because it's Tarantino and he's like outside of a Starbucks, and like this cameraman comes up to him and he just goes like, "What's going on here? What's going on here? Will you not talk to me?" And he like tries to like slap the dude and stuff. I recommend. I recommend looking up uh, anybody listening. Tarantino slaps a cameraman. It's a pretty good video. Probably his best movie actually. That's his best movie. <laughs> He, well he did like uh have you seen when he like told the guy like he like called off a journalist like he was like yelling at him yeah he's like i'm shutting your butt down yeah that <laughs> yeah yeah that video is so i'm done silly. answering this question i'm not answering anymore yeah he's a he's an interesting dude he yeah, would be he, a cool like, dude to talk he himself to. is a pretty weird dude but he makes pretty good movies so <laughs> yeah he's a little i think he's a little goofy but, i mean i don't <laughs> know I, I like him a lot but i think he's cool yeah yeah totally he's really talented I also like Spike. I think Spike's one of my favorites. Spike Lee. Yeah, I'm trying. I know I've seen. Like he did Black Klansman and Diva Right. I want to see that. I heard that's really good. Um, yeah. I know I've seen at least one movie by him. Uh, yeah, to think. he's done a bunch of like obscure movies. Yeah, can you name like some of his bigger ones? Oh, he did like Diva Right thing. I haven't seen like all of his movies. He did like Malcolm X. Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> myself more in his work i feel like he did a lot of movies in like the 90s and then he just like kind of stopped and then he did black klansman and everyone's like oh wow he's back i mean he was never really gone but then people are yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, he's back you know but i definitely want to see like, more i, I definitely want to get in like i've heard a lot of good things about him so yeah maybe i haven't seen anything by him huh that's a shame well uh I'll get well, on that. yeah it's okay <laughs> i've yeah. seen like two movies by him so yeah he hasn't made like a ton but yeah I think it's better to have like less content 
that's like great versus like a ton of content that's like okay. Oh, I agree. That's like that's my favorite. Most of my favorite like music albums, most of them are like kind of on the shorter side. Like one of my favorite albums right now is um. <laughs> do you know the you, do you know the Who the band? Yeah, yeah, the Who. Yeah. yeah, I love the Who. I, I got I got into them recently. Like I, that's like all I've. The past like few months, like I've just listened to the Who pretty much. Uh, I need to broaden my horizons more, but I just can't help but listen to them. Um, but their album "Who's Next" that's the album that has like Bob O'Reilly, and uh, oh yeah, that's a good song. Won't get fooled again. Like the biggest, like uh, some of their biggest hits are on one album, and it's only like I think it's like maybe less than ten songs. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe it's like maybe a little over ten. I don't know, but it's a, it's a short album, and it's just like I like. Uh, I like when yeah, like what you said, like I'd rather have like a shorter album with like really good stuff than a bunch of like mediocre stuff. So yeah, that's yeah. good. That's fair. Um, are you, weren't you a big Beatles guy? Like, are you still, oh yeah, still I'm, always, Beatles? I'm, I'm always a first and foremost a, a Beatles fan. So okay, um, who's the best Beatle? Is there an answer? to you know, that? that's a complicated question because uh, it's changed throughout my life. Um, when I was a kid, it was Ringo because I feel like Ringo just kind of appeals to kids because he's just like a goofy yeah. looking goofy guy in general. Uh, I always like that he's he's you know he's like he's like the underdog of the Beatles. He's very talented, but you know he didn't make, yeah. make that many songs on his own. But he's a good drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like pretty much it. Um, <laughs> so I always liked him growing up because I always loved, I always loved like Yellow Submarine and like Octopus's Garden. Um, yeah, that song "Good Night" on the White Album is a beautiful song, and he sings it. Um, uh, but let's see, I think like. <sighs> You say Paul, okay, like I, I'll give you my definitive answer at the end of this, but so like you say Paul McCartney, you can't say that because that gets the most generic answer. You say John <laughs> Lennon, uh, he had his own, you know, like personal issues in life that people, you know, like they're not great, uh, that mm-hmm. people like think of when they think of John Lennon. You say George Harrison, like that's like the hipster answer, like that's like the go to like hipster answer. Again, I'm not making fun of anyone for liking any of the Beatles, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm joking around a little bit, like, yeah, that's like yeah. the that's the answer you go to when you try to be unique, and then Ringo, like, he's just a drummer. Uh, so you come back around and you have to choose. I say Paul McCartney because I like him. His per- I always like his personality, but I also like like the songs he made and stuff. Uh, I'd say he's my favorite for sure. Yeah. Well, what do you think about when people say Ringo was the greatest drummer of all time? Because they're like, I mean, that's part yeah, of the you're talking, about, band. you're talking about like subjective stuff, right? Like, yeah. He, I mean, he's a good. He was a perfect drummer for the Beatles. You know, that's all he needed to be. You know, like yeah. uh, he just like you wouldn't like like Keith Moon. You know, Keith Moon from the Who. Yeah, I think I've heard of him. Yeah, he's like an insane drummer. Like, and the way he drums is totally different from how from how Ringo drums. But you wouldn't want like a Keith Moon drumming on a Beatles song. Like, it's just not meant for that kind of music. You know, they're totally different. And mm-hmm. Ringo wouldn't be good for the Who. You know, it's just like it's, it, as long as they accomplish what they're supposed to do, then like they're they're good to me. You know. Right. Is there a genre of music that you just like? You're like, I can't listen to that because it's like not my thing. Or. I mean, I can find something I like from every genre. Okay. Um, I mostly listen to like I guess alternative and classic rock, uh, but there's like some hip hop I like. I like like Kid Cudi a lot. Um, okay. Are you big like punk rock? Like do you like the Ramones or the Clash or? Uh, I know I know I know like a couple Clash songs. Yeah. Uh, like the Rock the Casbah. I know that. Song. Oh yeah, yeah. I know um, Straight to Hell. You know that song? Oh no, I should listen to it though. That's a good one. Um, I like Police on My Back. That's a good song. I don't think I know that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I've heard it. it. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know anything about the by the Ramones. I've heard of them. Yeah, they have like Blitzkrieg Bop. That's one. That's oh, like, okay. That's yeah, like yeah. their most famous song. Yeah. Yeah, I know that song. So, what about jazz? Are you into the song Freddie Freeloader? <laughs> I don't even know. I have never heard of that. <laughs> I mean, the jazz I've heard, I like. I like. You ever seen the show uh, Cowboy Bebop? You ever heard of that? 
I think yeah, I think I've heard of it. It's a really like it's one of the biggest like anime. Um, oh yeah, that's probably why. Okay. Yeah, it has a really good like the soundtrack is all jazz and it's awesome. Mm. So, but it's a, like a space show, but it has jazz music. It's awesome. That's cool. I highly recommend it. That's one I would recommend. I feel like jazz goes with space. Kind of complements yeah. it. Yeah. When I first watched it, I was like, oh, I'm not, I don't know how I feel about this. But then, like, as I got older, I really appreciated it. And now I like, it's like one of my favorite shows now. So, All right, so you're saying, like, as you, so you watched anime when you were younger as well? Or, yeah, well, I didn't uh, watch middle anime, school. But... So, middle school, I got into Dragon Ball. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So, I'm, I am a lifelong Dragon Ball Z fan uh, <laughs> forever and ever. Uh, I don't care if I'm 90 years old, I'll still be watching Dragon Ball. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I got into Dragon Ball in middle school. And, like, that's pretty much all I watched then. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, like, eighth grade, I kind of, I mean, I, I wouldn't, like, people don't really consider Avatar anime because it's, like, more Western. Yeah. Uh, but I always liked Avatar. Um, that's a great show. Yep, same. Uh, uh, and then, I, like, re-watched, grade, I rewatched Avatar when it came back. To me, too. I, I, I rewatched that and Korra. And I think Korra is a good show. I, I, I don't care what people <laughs> say. I think it's a really good show. Yeah, why do people roast that? I haven't, I haven't seen it, but people are like, Korra's terrible. And just um, like, yeah, it's like, what? Yeah. Some of the criticisms are valid, but... I think it's overblown. I think, I don't know, dude. Yeah. It's like, people it's are, it's one of those things where people are like overly negative about it. Um, I see. I think well, uh, the first, so the first season is really good. The second season, the first half of it is kind of like, uh, but then it gets like really good. Mm-hmm. And then the latter half of the second season, season three is really good. And season four is like right under season three, in my opinion. So like Cora, I guess she doesn't go. No, actually I'd say she goes through quite a bit of development throughout the show. I don't know. People have a weird, I couldn't really tell you what the exact criticisms are, but I just hear people right. say shit all the time. But I think it's really good. So okay. it's not as good as Avatar: The Last Airbender, but it's right. still really good. So people compare it too much, probably to Avatar. Yeah, that's definitely something people do. So for sure. What about? Do you watch One Piece? Have you ever watched One Piece? I, it's ironic because I like Dragon Ball so much, and it's long as hell. But like One Piece is so long, dude. I can I just can't start watching that. There's no way I'll finish it. <laughs> I'm sure it's good though. I've heard a lot of good things about it, but there's no way I could I could get through all that. Yeah, it, you have to have some dedication. Like my former roommate, he was really into One Piece, and he watched like six episodes a day. So, like, yeah, it probably wasn't even like enough to like get through like a few years worth of it. Probably. Yeah, probably not. I don't know how far he is into it. I think he's like on episode in the two hundreds, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah it's still like the first portion of the show. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because aren't we over a thousand episodes? There's over. Like I think there's over a thousand. So yeah, they're still making episodes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Again, I like Dragon Ball, but like I was able to grow up watching that, so I had more time on my hands. But now I just there's no way I'd have time to watch One Piece. So yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And One Piece is an older one too. It's like a well, how yeah. old's Dragon Balls? When did Dragon Balls come out? Is so that- Dragon Ball is one of the first. Um, it's not the first anime by any means, but it's one of the first. Like, it had a huge impact on that, that specific genre of like martial arts anime. Yeah, like One Piece and Naruto and like ton of those shows were inspired by dragon ball mm-hmm. i think dragon ball started in 19 like 84 oh wow yeah uh, and then it got popular in america like like the early 2000s when they dubbed it uh yeah. and then now it's like bigger than ever before and they made like a new show recently dragon ball super which i think is pretty good it's not as good as the original show but i still like it so. What are the biggest differences between like dragon ball z versus like dragon ball z kai or like stuff like because like was it just the animation was different? Is that- no, so Dragon Ball actually, so Dragon Ball Z Kai is how I got into it because it started airing on like Nicktoons. Yeah, um, it's just a, I'm, it's supposed to be like a, it's a much, it takes out all the filler because Dragon Ball the show is based on 
Man, I'm getting into some really geeky shit now, aren't I? No, but, you're uh, fine. You're the show is based on a manga. Uh, <laughs> it's based on like a comic series. And um, yeah. so the show had a ton of filler in it. Uh, but Dragon Ball Z Kai took out all the filler and just made it faithful to the manga, like the comics. Okay. Right. And um, it made the voice acting way better. At least the English voice acting is way better this time. Mm-hmm. Because it was like anime, like Dragon Ball made def- Dragon Ball definitely made anime popular in America. Uh, so it was like the first time they'd be dubbed anime, like on a large scale like that, and it was like pretty shitty voice acting. Uh, so the, the voice actors came back and like were much more experienced and stuff when they made Kai. Uh, so that's, in my opinion, that's the superior version of the show. But some people would disagree. But interesting. Do you feel like anime overall is just better than American animation? No, it's just or it's just subjective once again. Yeah, yeah, back to back. There's, some, yeah. there's some great ones and there's some real real stinkers. You know, it's just like anything. Yeah, it's not for everybody, but yeah, because Attack on Titan that's supposed to be a good one too, right? Yeah, I watched the first season of that, but I never finished it because the second season took forever to come out. But now it's like going like crazy, I hear. So yeah, I really want to see uh, like some of the Studio Ghibli back to like movies. Like I haven't seen yeah. a, um what's that Spirited Away? I need that's to a really see good that. Movie. That's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, I, or like Ponyo and my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Is Ponyo a good one? <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> That's like just that's like for little little kids, little kids. Okay, isn't Matt Damon in that? Like, didn't he almost win an Oscar for Ponyo? Uh, I know that. <laughs> it's funny that I was making fun. I was saying it, the kids things. I watched kids shit like Dragon Ball. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Uh, well, there is a doll. I know Liam Neeson's in Ponyo. The oh yeah. yeah. Okay. He's like the like the king of the sea or something like that, which is hilarious. Yeah, that's uh, kind of funny. Castle in the Sky is a really good one. Um, I think that's about all I've seen from Ghibli. But yeah, but no, I mean, well, let's preface it for the audience. I mean, there's obviously adult anime. It's not like it's all. Oh yeah, totally. Cowboy, Be- yeah. Cowboy Bebop is not a kid show. It's like a teen, like uh, uh, older teens and up. I would say the like Cowboy Bebop is for yeah. Yeah, I mean, when it um, what's it called? Like, isn't Attack on Titan pretty like? Yeah, that's pretty like that's really graphic. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a difference. Okay, there's a difference. I say there's a difference between kid shows and like family shows, like SpongeBob, like. You know, when you're a kid, you love SpongeBob. But when you get older, like you appreciate the more like adult humor, you know. Like, yeah, within in terms of like, like the earlier SpongeBob stuff, like the good stuff, um, the like the humor is like I actually appreciate it more now than I did as a kid because there's a yeah. lot of like it's really clever writing and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, well, you think that was like purse? Like, do you think they were trying to do that, or do you think it was like? Oh yeah, they want they wanted to make it like so like parents could watch it with their kids and like think it's funny. Like Shrek, you know, Shrek has a ton of adult jokes in it. But right. you don't catch him as a kid because it's so subtle. When you get older, you're like, "Oh wow, there's a ton of shit I did not notice in this movie." But it still appeals to kids because it's like an animated movie, you know, and it's still funny like for kids. Right. But everyone yeah. can enjoy it, you know. Yeah. Do you have a like, favorite? I'd, I draw the line at like like Dora the Explorer. Adults <laughs> yeah. are gonna watch that, you know. But you know, if you got stuff like Shrek and SpongeBob and whatever else, mm-hmm. a lot of anime and plenty of cartoons, like it can appeal to adults and kids, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Like, and Pixar is the same way. Pixar is like families yeah, versus like exactly. just kids. Like, The Incredibles just... is like one of my favorite movies. That's a great movie. Yeah, I agree. Finding Nemo is a good one too. Yeah. You know, the ironic thing is, you know, in Latin, Nemo means no one. So it's like uh, ah. finding no one. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I've learned that in like sixth grade, but <laughs> but no, but the uh, uh, what were you talking about? We're talking about the Monsters Inc. is a good one. Yeah, Monsters Inc. classic. Toy Story classic. I like Toy oh, Story speaking 4. Of, speaking of Monsters Inc., Jack Parker must be... Oh, man. 
No, I really shot myself in the foot here. But uh, no, hey, why? What's Jack Parker requesting? He wants, me to, he wants me to quote something from Monsters Inc. on the podcast. You know? Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Why? I try to do. <laughs> I try to do uh, voice impressions. Um, people think I'm good at them. I don't know if I'm good. I don't know if I'd say I'm good, but people, I think you're pretty good. Have I you remember, heard him before? I remember you did David Putty. Oh did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You did hear that in high school. I've the, yeah. yeah. I've worked on that. But uh, you know, Mr. Waternoose from uh, Monsters Inc. Like Maybe once you, guy. yeah. Oh, a spider guy. Yeah. Once you do his voice. Yeah, okay. Part, yeah. Uh, okay. I have to do this for Jack. So if it gets cringy, I'm sorry. And to the audience, I'm sorry. Just <laughs> yeah. if it gets, if it gets hard to listen to, just turn it off. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, but there's the part where like they're running down the hallway and, and Sully has boo. He's like holding her and he's running away. And uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny how ridiculous the quote is, but he's like, uh, he's like, Sullivan, I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna uh, make sure the company survives whatever he goes. And and Sally's like, but kidnapping children. And then um, <laughs> then Mr. Waternoose goes, oh, kidnap a thousand children before this company die. <laughs> he's chasing him through the hallway. He's like, Sullivan, give me the child. <laughs> yeah, he's saying, Sullivan, give me the child. Yeah, he's like, Sullivan, give me the child. And he's like running down the hallway. It's, it's like the scariest fucking thing on the planet. He starts like banging on the doors. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. pretty intense yeah yeah that's that was pretty good i i Thank took you. me right give back me the child. <laughs> yeah give me the, yeah but it's kind of like a weird line yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's that's funny yeah so he's like just busting through the doors and it's everything. scary he, like, bar- he has to like put a bar through the door and like barricade it it's so scary man yeah monsters inc i think monsters inc is pretty underrated like pretty awesome one because like yeah, the ending's awesome. so emotional yeah exactly dude it's so like it's such a sweet movie like the ending is so sweet like you know, like Mike Wazowski's kind of like a little shit throughout the movie. Yeah. But uh, like towards the end, like he like makes the door for Sully at the end. It's so sweet. Yeah, man. He it's says cute, you man. just hear Boo say hello and yeah, like, it's like oh. yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's sweet. That's a good one. Um, but no, did you see? I think Toy Story Four is a lot better than three in my in never, my once again, all four. subjective. Okay. I, never saw four. I haven't seen. I actually haven't seen like any new shit past Toy Story three. So I never mm-hmm. saw The Incredibles 2. I want to see it. I love The Incredibles. Um, I did see Onward. That was really, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Pretty emo- that, was, that was pretty emotional. Um, I heard I Coco. Watching that one. I heard Coco was really good. And like yeah, Soul. I didn't see that. I haven't seen Inside Out. I haven't seen, yeah. So I've only seen, I've only seen Onward since Toy Story 3. Yeah. So. Well, we're older anyway. I mean, we're not the target yeah. audience. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of back to the target audience, so is, uh, is One Piece, is that children or is this I, I'd say it's, it's like it's like dragon ball where it's like young teens and up okay like, like adolescents 13 14 15 and up so. okay okay cool is one piece just never gonna end we're gonna do it until we're like know, 90 dude. i have no idea <laughs> just gonna keep if it going. makes money it'll probably keep going so like dragon until, ball. yeah luffy's gonna be like 90 by the yeah and he'll, he'll be like i don't know like a thousand feet long or something like that <laughs> yeah. yeah that's all i know about it is that he stretches yeah well he doesn't does he stretch when he ages or is it more like that's just like his power no i think it's just his power yeah he's like mr fantastic but yeah exactly yeah are we ever gonna see a good fantastic four movie because like didn't you say you were like hated the newest one or did you i haven't seen i haven't seen any of the fan i haven't seen any of them but like i just think they're kind of like a lame like group of superheroes anyway yeah i don't know the incredible actually the incredibles did it pretty well they look the same thing basically but I don't know, like Mr. Fantastic. Who is that? Anybody's favorite superhero? I don't know. 
or like the thing. Like I like I would hate to be the thing. Like Ben. Yeah, that would <laughs> suck. Dude. Nice. Like, I'd rather be the Hulk than the thing. Because at least like if you're the Hulk, like you can have like your human moments. Uh, right. If you're the thing, you're just like a rock monster all the time. That would suck. Like this Ben dude, he's literally he's like on the phone, and then like before he knows that he's the thing, and then yeah, his wife is suck. like afraid of him. Like it's just it's kind of funny. Yeah, that'd be a nightmare, dude. Yeah, and he sounds weird. I don't know. Thing. <laughs> it's clobbering time. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know. I just remember in high school one time, I'm like, oh yeah, did you see the new Fantastic Four? And you're like, I'm not gonna go see that. Like I'm not. Yeah, I, I heard Fantastic. it was really bad. So. <laughs> yeah. My roommate said he like wants to see it, and he was the only one in the theater. Wow, he hated it. So, wow. <laughs> is there what about is there a movie that you like um, that you saw in the theater and you immediately regretted seeing it? Like immediately, you're like, ah, oh, this was horrible. Why was uh, I've definitely been dis- this? I've definitely been disappointed by speaking of superhero movies. Um, like I was, I saw Man of Steel in theaters. I was really disappointed in that um just so much it's just like gives you a headache the whole time you're watching it it's just non-stop action just like yeah. constant explosions and shit it's just like oh my god please like just I, stop. yeah i've never seen that one i heard that one's like a lot more violent than like yeah you know i don't I, I i like action movies obviously it's just like you gotta balance it with like character development and stuff like that i think i just did a bad job of that yeah uh batman versus superman's pretty bad uh, oh yeah that was bad yeah. i think suicide squad is like one of the worst Really? Um, I never saw yeah, it. Yeah, I was not a fan of that. Did you see um, they are making a new version of it? Yeah, I saw that. I'm, I'm, I'm probably, it has like James Gunn directing, I think. Yeah, and John Cena is in the movie. Oh, uh, yeah, it looks <laughs> yeah. pretty funny, so we'll see. But like, what's the DCU even doing? Like, I'm so confused. It's all, dude, it's all over <laughs> the place now. Like, I'm not going to watch Justice. I don't care about Justice League, really, because mm-hmm. I actually, I like those, in ter- just the characters themselves, I like them better than the Marvel characters. But the movies, the Marvel movies are just way better than the DC ones. I'm not yeah. a fanboy or anything. I just think, like, technically speaking, they're just better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for the Batman, though, with Robert Pattinson. Yeah. I want to see what they – I heard – I saw, like, on the news that Joker 2 is going to be in development. Like, they're making a second Joker. Before. Yeah, is that official? I have no idea. I saw it on some Instagram page. Okay, so. well – yeah, never maybe. can tell, but I don't Yeah, know. exactly. Because, like, Joaquin's never they, done – What else can you do with it? I mean – I don't know. Like, I wonder, do you think they're going to connect it to, like, Robert Pattinson's Batman? See, like, I feel like if they do that, like, it's just going to immediately, like, be like, all right, it's just, like, the Joker. I mean, I didn't, I liked the Joker. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I thought it was I fine. Yeah. It was fine. Um, and, like, Ro- Joaquin Phoenix, obviously, did an amazing job. But as a movie, the movie as a whole, I was like, okay, it's pretty good. Um, but that movie was more unique because it was just, like, a character study about the Joker um yeah it was like taxi i feel like i feel like if if they connect it to the batman it's just gonna become like another run-of-the-mill superhero thing like the dark knight you know dark knight's great i'm just saying like it's just gonna be like another one of those yeah so that's fair that's fair yeah but but yeah this has been a lot of fun um yeah we've been talking for a while now so i think i'll get to the closing question now so you know (laughs) i like to do closing questions out, do you do you think you do you think the fans enjoy the close the closing question? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> the, the, the episode the episodes I listen to, uh, I've always been very interested to hear what people are gonna say. So, okay, well, thank you. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So we're really off the cusp. Um, so I mean, you've been to the Columbus Zoo, I assume. So like, I want to yes. know like what your favorite animal is of a Columbus Zoo and why. Hmm. You know, every time I've gone, I've been pretty disappointed. Um, oh really? They're what? never doing. They don't do shit there, dude. They just lay around. 
<laughs> it's a great zoo. Like, don't get me wrong, the animals are cool and shit, but like, they just don't do anything. That's um, funny. You're actually the first person I ever said, but it's like, oh, I was disappointed with the Columbus Zoo. I mean, I don't know. I, it's great to go with my family and stuff. Like, it's happy. It's just good. It's quality time and stuff like that. It's, yeah, it is, yeah. I mean, I'm hyperbolizing a little bit for the comedic effect, but. No, you're uh, good. You're good. But. Uh, let's see. I like, I think I'll give you three. Okay. So I think the okay. bats are sweet. Like the fruit bats, those giant bats, those are sweet. Because uh, okay. they're just so big and like freaky. Uh, I've always loved the aquarium with the manatees. Um, mm-hmm. It's just I love I, when I was a kid. I loved watching them eat like lettuce and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then I think the polar bears are pretty sick. Because I, I again I was exaggerating yeah. earlier. I have seen them like sw- swim around and stuff. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's just crazy being like that close to like a giant animal like that. You know. I agree. I think the way they set up that whole exhibit's really cool. Like you yeah, go under definitely. to like the water part. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the monkeys. Like those are the best. Yeah, like, yeah, they're cool. Yeah, gorillas and. Yeah. Yeah. Silverbacks. <laughs> yeah. I, I have respect for gorillas, dude. They're pretty cool animals. Yeah. Pretty awesome. They're pretty like I like how like uh, they're like pretty docile. Um, like they're not like meat eaters that like just like a, a demolish their prey and like eat them alive and shit like that. But they like they eat like bugs and stuff. Like I respect that. Yeah. Also, like really badass, you know. They eat like lettuce, right? And pumpkins, or or not? Maybe not pumpkins. <laughs> like, they eat like little bugs and like. But yeah, it would be cool to like hang out with a gorilla, you know? Like, yeah. they're, also, like I said, they're, they're also like pretty badass, you know? But they're yeah. also like calm. I respect that. But they're like a strong silent type, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I should add that to my bucket list, like hang out with a gorilla. Like just, yeah. you know, I don't know where I would, how I'd be able to do that. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, but, yeah. Sure in like the next 20 years, we'll have some cool shit we can do with that. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, all right. Well, Timmy, it was awesome having you on the podcast. You, you have any uh, closing uh, statements or any final things you want to say real quick? Or um, No, it's just been uh, – thanks a lot for having me. Um, I think you should keep on doing it. Uh, is your goal to get, like, everyone from Larson on it at some point? <laughs> like, from our class, I mean? Uh, I mean – yeah i mean i don't know that'd be cool i'm all for it i want to collaborate with people who are creating content as yeah. well um like i know avery dixon has a podcast i think I'm yeah yeah I saw, I saw that yeah like i was trying i reached out to her and she never got back to me so i don't know maybe she just doesn't like my content i mean i don't know um, but... i mean i don't know i don't know you know i, know, I, I, I can't i'm gonna try to collaborate with uh Somebody who went to St. Charles, Isaac Kirkoka, because he has a podcast. So, like, we might collaborate okay, this cool. summer. But, yeah, I'm trying to get, like, people – I don't know if I'm going to promise every single person from high yeah. school, but, like, I don't know. I, it would be cool to have, like, a variety of people from high school. Yeah. I'm sure as we get older, people will be more interested. I don't know. Who knows what's more going on with people right now, you know? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, yeah. But it would be cool. I mean, do you have any people that you want to shout out or, like, request who should be on the show that – have not been on the show yet that you find would be interesting uh, i mean i feel like i'd just be plugging my friends <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. close friend group so like can you think of any obscure people from like like acquaintances uh... that you if not it's okay <laughs> it's like... there's like an animal outside my house right now <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah. uh no i can't think of anything in particular uh okay but if i think of anyone i'll, like, I'll let you know Okay, because I don't even know if it would be possible to get everyone from Water. I feel like I don't think everyone from Waterson liked me, but I mean, uh, I whatever, be, dude. I mean, again, I, you know, you change, you change so much in like the few years you have to graduate high school. You know, that's fair. We, we all mature as we get, we all mature at different rates. You know, 
I'm sure they'll they're cool with you later on, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. All right, yeah. cool. Well, at the end of a show, I like to say peace, as you might know, if you get peace. this far. Okay, yeah. So I get to get a picture or something. Is that what you do? Yeah, well, maybe do this. Yeah, so we can do this. Okay. okay. All right. Peace. 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 All right. Thanks, man.